Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Susan Reddick's husband, David, was killed on September 11th, 2001. At the time, she was seven months pregnant with their third child. Susan transmuted her terrible grief into compassion for an entire country of women who were suffering from the same loss. She is the co-founder of Beyond the 11th, an organization that seeks to raise awareness of the struggle of widows in Afghanistan and that provides support and education to those who have been afflicted by poverty, oppression, war, and terrorism. On Monday evening, I spent several hours talking with Susan. And I listened to the story of her emergence from that unspeakable nightmare. I was touched and moved by her strength of character, a determination and perseverance that is clearly at the heart of her extraordinary life. This morning, I invite you to join me in a reflection on grit. When Dominic Randolph became headmaster at Riverdale Country School, which is one of the most prestigious private schools located in the wealthiest part of the Bronx, he did away with standardized tests because, he says, in evaluating students almost entirely by IQ, they were overlooking some serious parts of what it means to be a successful human. That critical missing piece, he says, is character. Whether it's the pioneer in the Conestoga wagon or someone coming here in the 1920s from southern Italy, there was this idea in America that if you worked hard and showed grit, you could be successful. Strangely, he said, we've now forgotten that. He turned to an 800-page tome entitled Character Strengths and Virtues. This manual of the sanities, as it is called, was intended to inaugurate a science of good character. Authors Martin Seligman and Christopher Peterson consulted works from Aristotle to Confucius, from the Upanishads to the Torah, from the Boy Scout handbook to profiles of Pokemon characters. And they surfaced 24 character strengths common to all cultures and eras. Here they are. Appreciation of beauty, bravery, citizenship, creativity, curiosity, fairness, gratitude, hope, humility, humor and playfulness, integrity, kindness, leadership, love, love of learning, forgiveness, open-mindedness, persistence, prudence, self-regulation, social intelligence, spirituality or sense of purpose and coherence, wisdom, and zest.
these character strengths, they say, are the recipe for a successful and happy life. Headmaster Dominic Randolph joined forces with David Levin, superintendent of a network of New York charter schools designed to prepare African-American and Latino kids from low-income families for college and beyond. Their mission was to turn that three-and-a-half-pound psychology text on character into a practical program. Enter 32-year-old Angela Duckworth, who had written in her application to graduate school, the problem with school reform is not only the schools, but also the students themselves. Here's why. Learning is hard. True learning can be fun, exhilarating, and gratifying, but it is also daunting, exhausting, and discouraging. To help intelligent but chronically low-performing students, educators and parents must first recognize that character is at least as important as intellect. In her graduate research, Angela Duckworth began to notice something about outstanding achievement. People who accomplished great things, she concluded, combine a passion for a single mission with an unswerving dedication to achieve that mission, whatever the obstacles and however long it might take. She decided to name that quality of perseverance, and she chose the word grit. She developed a very simple three-minute, 12-question 12, 12 grit scale, which re relies entirely on self-reporting. And I have 100 copies with me, if you'd, like to, if you'd like to take the grit scale. The military has its own complex evaluation. It's called the whole candidate score to predict who will survive West Point. So both these instruments were given to more than 1,200 cadets as they entered West Point for that grueling summer training known as Beast Barracks. But at the end of Beast Barracks, it was high grit scores that had proven remarkably predictive of the cadets' success. Ditto Teach for America candidates. Ditto Spelling bee champions. President Calvin Coolidge said nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful people with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone, he said, are on omnipotent. So in a word, talent is overrated. Beethoven wasn't born Beethoven. He became him. The magic number has been calculated at 10,000, as in 10,000 hours of practice to master a skill. Dr. K. Anders Ericsson, one of the leading researchers on what it takes to become an expert, writes, the differences between expert performers and normal adults are not due to genetically prescribed talent. Instead, these differences reflect a lifelong period of deliberate effort to improve performance. On average, before qualifying for the Olympics, athletes train four hours a day, 310 days a year for six years. Woody Allen was right. 80% of success is showing up.
The story is told that Andrew Jackson's boyhood friends just couldn't quite fathom how he had become a general, an army general, or president of the United States. They remembered Jim Brown, a neighbor who was smarter than Old Hickory and could throw him three out of four times in a wrestling match. Here's the clue. Although the rule was three times and you're out, Andrew Jackson would never admit that he'd been beaten. As his friends reported, Jim Brown would get tired and Andy just wouldn't stay throwed. <laughs> Grit. It's not about how many times we're throwed. It's about staying no, saying no to staying throwed. Talent is overrated and IQ is overrated. In speaking of the creation of the light bulb, Thomas Edison said, during all those years of experimentation and research, I never once made a discovery. All my work was deductive, and the results I achieved were those of invention, pure and simple. I would construct a theory and work on its lines until I found it was untenable. And then it would be discarded at once, and another theory evolved. This was the only possible way for me to work out the problem. I speak without exaggeration, he says, when I say that I have constructed 3,000 different theories in connection with the electric light, each one of them reasonable and apparently likely to be true, yet only in the two final cases did my experiments prove the truth of my theory. Thomas Edison concluded, genius, 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. I'll close with this story. The famous Polish composer and pianist, Ignacy Jan Paderewski, was scheduled to perform in America. And before showtime, a little boy slipped away from his mother, made his way up onto the stage, hopped up on the piano stool, and began playing chopsticks. And the audience began to shout at the child to get off the piano. When he heard the uproar from backstage, the master grabbed his coat and rushed out to the piano to stand behind the boy. Reaching around from behind, he began to improvise a counter melody to chopsticks. And as the two played together happily, Ignace Jan Paderewski kept whispering into the boy's ear, keep going, don't stop, don't quit. Beloved spiritual companions, may we give ourselves to the cultivation character strengths and virtues. And remember that it's not about how many times we're throwed, but about saying no to staying throwed. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't quit. <laughs>